guys, we are here again for another episode of Video Games FYI. This is episode 7, and I am Ryan. So, let's just get right into it uh, with what I've been doing with my life. Um, pretty much the same old, same old. Uh, playing some Apex. They don't really have an event running now. I think they I think since the last time we talked they brought back and stopped um King's Canyon which I think you might still be able to run King's Canyon in ranked but as far as unranked goes I want to say it's well I know it's just World's Edge um right now I don't know if that was since last time we spoke but the big thing I've been playing mostly is Animal Crossing uh, Animal Crossing came out um, the day before, or technically the day of, uh, when I recorded this podcast last time, so I didn't have a lot of time to spend on it before I recorded the podcast, but since then, I have spent a lot of time with it, and I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. It has gotten me to... My cat is being crazy. Ugh. It has gotten me to not only take the switch out of my apartment, which is the first time that has ever happened since I bought it, I believe. I don't know what else would have gotten me to do so. But it's also gotten me to buy a switch case to put my switch in. Because I'm afraid what my backpack will do to it if I just leave it naked. But I've been playing that every day and come home and over the last couple of days I will do it in the morning and at lunch while I'm at work. Um, just play. It's uh it's the Nook Miles stuff is, is actually very helpful with kind of guiding you on what to do. Cause if if you're like me, I don't like stuff like Minecraft because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of guidance that kind of tell you, like, figure shit out, do what you want to do, uh, which Animal Crossing does have a lot of that, but I think with the with the characters that they've got, like Tom Nook, and uh, I just got Isabel on my island, and Blathers, and, you know, your, all your villagers and stuff, that uh, just brings a life to the game that, like, stuff like Minecraft doesn't have. You kind of have to make everything on your own when... Animal Crossing just gives you just gives you stuff to go off of, stuff to play off of to make your fun, as opposed to just completely having to make your own fun. And like I said, the, the Nook Miles stuff really, it's like, what am I going to do today? Like, oh, I'm just going to open my uh, phone and see what Nook's paying me to do. It's like if you've only got a little bit of time, like I do in the mornings and at lunch, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play for a little bit here. What I'm going to do, open it. It's like, oh, Nook's going to pay me to catch a butterfly or hit a rock or talk to my neighbors or whatever. So it's like it does a good job at um, just telling you, not telling you what to do, but what you can do and like kind of giving you some suggestions and nudging you towards you know, doing stuff, which is, I feel like the... The other Animal Crossings were less so like that, obviously, because I didn't have the Nook Miles stuff. But uh, it's a it's a welcome change 
but there are there are a couple things that I I think that should have been done differently, and I if it, some of it could still, or maybe even all of it, I'm not entirely sure, could be fixed. But I would think it'd be relatively easily with some patches. Like uh, I went to a friend's island, and when you go to someone's island, you have to go to the airport and say you want to fly, then they connect the internet, and then they gotta say how do you want to fly and you say the internet and he's got a search and then you got to click on it and then you go there through a loading screen that's like that's I feel like that's too many steps that it needs to be but then when you're on the island you can't leave the island if someone has their chat box up or if someone has a window open and then if your that friend gave out their code to you know like their friend code to other people and tell people that they're open or they gave dodo codes, which are like codes that you could get from the air, the airport to uh, have people come to your Island that aren't, that aren't friends with you. If multiple people are coming to the Island, it basically pauses the entire game for everyone on the Island. So if me and my friend were there and a third person came in, it would pause the game. We get the whole loading screen that says, Someone's coming to your island, hold up, and they, we gotta watch them fly over, watch them land, and then go about our business. But then, like, if that person wants to leave, they have to wait until everyone's, you know, everyone's uh, windows are closed, and then, you know, I've been seeing stuff, some people that have posted their uh, Dodo code on Twitter, and it, like, crashed their Switch because of the way they handle it, of, like, having to load all this stuff and pause, and... Someone couldn't even really move for like 30 minutes because every time that one person came into the island and that was done, another person came in or another person left or, you know, what have you. It's like, it's Nintendo, so online stuff is going to be weird. I'm not of the camp that really wants to give them a pass on that because a lot of people seem to want to give them the pass. Like, oh, it's Nintendo... That's just, you know, that's just how things are with Nintendo. And it's like, it's not, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. But um, then stuff like uh, crafting, just crafting in the game, you have to um, craft like your tools and you could craft, you know, beds and chairs and all this stuff. And it's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool uh, addition to the game. But the problem is they won't let you craft in bulk. So, for example, there are um, manila clams which show up on the beach. You have to dig them up, and then you turn, craft those into fish bait. It's just one item, one manila clam equals one fish bait. It's direct, direct crafting. But if you're like going on the beach and you find like five manila clams, you have to go in there and literally just hammer on A over and over again to craft, 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 craft. And like if you could just say craft craft five and be done with it it would be so much better like they did make it better for the museum like I, I don't know if this was in whatever the 3ds one was the last one new leaf but for the museum you could assess and donate stuff in bulk you could be like all right i have an entire inventory here blathers here you go as opposed to doing one by one by one by one which i feel like is how it was in the other games so, like, they got some of that 
some of that weirdness ironed out, but it's like they could there could be they they could do a lot more to just like make the experience just quicker and I don't know, it's just a lot of weird stuff like that. And like the big one, which it's not a problem for me because I'm the only one playing this game in my house and on my Switch and in general. Um, but it's, it has been a big problem for people on the internet um, is the one island restriction, which I think we talked about before the game had come out. But basically, uh, there's a one island per Switch restriction. So that means if, say, you're a parent with a kid or just, you know, a person with another person, like an adult, another adult with another adult, whoever starts the island, the game, they are the primary person on the island and they they get a lot of the control over the island. Like, as player two, you still can chop trees down and go fishing and do all that stuff. But I think a lot of the decisions are made by player one, which kind of sucks. I mean, they they have profiles. They could just be like once, you know, one island per profile. Like, there's no reason why it needed to be one island per switch. Like, I don't understand that. Um, I don't like it does, does, does not make any sense. And they've been getting review bombed on places because of that, because of how restrictive it is and how the player two experience isn't really as full as it they feel it should be because like you get restricted on a lot of stuff. Cause it doesn't really affect me because I'm the only one playing this. It's, you know, but they're, they are, don't know why they're handling it this way. It just doesn't, doesn't make any sense, which is kind of how Nintendo runs their business sometimes where it's like, I don't know why you're doing this. doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Um, the last thing I, uh, I've been playing just a little bit of, which I'll actually roll right into news here is, um, ghost recon breakpoint. So this came out last year at the end of last year. And it's, it was like a, it was a sequel, but not a sequel, a spiritual successor to ghost recon wildlands, which came out, I want to say like 2017 or something like that. Um, I really enjoyed that game and I had a lot of fun. Like I wasn't the greatest, it wasn't the greatest, but it was fun, and that, that's all that really matters. Um, but I fell off of Breakpoint. I don't, I, I can't really put my finger on it, it just didn't click with me, but the, a lot of things they changed is they made it a lot more like The Division and pretty much every game out there already, you know. There's gear score and, you know, but like, they're, it's realistic-ish. So it's like, Here's an M4, and then here's another M4 that's better for some reason, but it's the same gun, but it's an M4, but it's purple, and there's gear score, so it's like this is a two, this is a you know a 15 M4, but you have another M4 that's an 18, and it was just like, it just didn't didn't like flow well with how I wanted to play that game and all that stuff. But they just released an update, which I they did talk about months ago. Or maybe even at launch, they might have mentioned that they were doing this, but they released a emergent, uh, mer- emergent. What is it called? It's called. It's like a. It's called like ghost mode or emergence mode. Not emergent. Emergent. Is the word I'm looking for. Um, ghost experience. But it's basically what they did is you could do this on this if save game if you 
um, like started playing the game and then didn't finish it like I did. Um, it basically gives you a bunch of options to change the game how you want to change the game. So if you're like, I don't want gear score, you just kick it off and there's no gear score. And then your, your M4 works like every M4 in the game. Everything's all good there. We could do stuff where like, I want it to be easy difficulty enemies. So like the enemies uh, and the like detection and all that stuff is low. But then you could be like, I want it, I want it so when I reload, I lose the ammo in my clip. Which some of the original Ghost Recon games did. Like I want to say like Grawl 1 and 2 did. Where it's like if you have 10 bullets in your clip, in your magazine, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And you reload, you lose 10 bullets because you throw that magazine or clip or whatever out. And obviously those are gone. You turn that on and off. They have a bunch of options for how you want the HUD to look. Is it, you know, do you want this part on? Do you want this part on? Do you want this part on dynamically? And how, what size do you want? And um, it's a lot of stuff that you could mess with. I messed with it for a bit. It still doesn't, it's not clicking with me entirely. And I think one of the problems I have that I'm not sure if there's a setting that I'm missing is the camera seems too close. It makes it hard to tell what's around me and what I'm doing. There was an option that said like, how f do you want the camera close, far, or dynamic? And I turned it on far. I feel like it didn't change at all. So I don't know if there's another thing that I'm missing or what, but I played that for like maybe 30 minutes or so. I got killed a couple times when I went into a mission that maybe I'm under leveled for. There's, Cause there's still levels. I don't, yeah, like levels just get you skill points now. I don't think it does anything else really. Um, I'm really curious because at the beginning of the game, pretty close to the beginning of the game, you get like an end game mission. It's like you have to go kill uh, the bad guy, um, but it's like gear score 250. But now there's no gear score, so I don't. I'm wondering if I could go to that mission and finish it if I'm careful because there's no gear score anymore. And I mean, I don't think it, it doesn't beat the game because that's a, you know, a end game mission. I don't think it's the end game mission. So, um, I, I might go back in and continue playing that. Cause like I said, I'm interested. I might just set the difficulty to super easy so I could just fuck around. Cause that's one of the things I, I really liked about wildlands is they gave you like three other like teammates, squads, squads. These are teammates that were with you. So you're rolling with four people and you could just tag three enemies and just hit a button and those enemies are dead. So they kind of moved in a breakpoint. They moved that to a sync shot drone, which is something that you have to um, craft and equip. So like you could still kind of get that like feeling from it, but it's just, it's not the same. It just doesn't feel the same. I don't, I know. I, I feel like if they just made this story, but in that engine with that play style, like they could have done, I don't know. I said, I might still mess with it, but there's stuff I want to play that came out this year coming out and out. And, um, but as a part of this, the update, um, they did add two new classes, um, an engineer class and then as a part of the tie-in, they added an echelon class, as in 
third or fourth echelon, whatever it's called, from Splinter Cell. So there's a mission that you get to start this DLC stuff. That's like, hey, you need to go find Victor Cost, which is Sam's like buddy, Sam Fisher's buddy. Um, so it's gonna be you know some Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, which is I mean Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, um, tie in like DLC episode stuff. So I did not mess with that yet because um, I just wanted to get the main story stuff done there. Uh, so yeah, that's that is what's going on with me playing and there is that um so the next uh, bit of news um outer wilds not our worlds not the uh, fallout like game but outer wilds space exploration game so yeah outer wilds it had gotten funding on fig and it was said to come out on steam or uh, steam and then it was a uh, epic it became an epic store exclusive people got all mad because epic uh you know but it got a release date which looks to be uh, june 18th of this year uh and game's already done so they just need to put it on steam so i don't see why they would you know miss that at all but that's good i i think it's i think that's also on game pass so i did not uh did not mess with it you know i have access to game pass um just didn't seem like my type of game kind of exploration-y stuff um but i mean it's good for people that for some reason didn't want to get it on epic store they could now get it on steam so that is good for the developers and it's good for people that were being stubborn and everything so um next bit of news it's uh there's not really much here but it's just half-life alex came out uh you know valve vr game came out half-life and a couple things is it's good every pretty much everyone seems to agree that it is it is pretty good it is very good pretty to very good depending on who you're talking to um but there's also some there's also some stories about uh why half-life alex and why not like half-life 2 episode 3 or half-life 3 or whatever and basically the the way that valve treats the half-life series is kind of like we want to we, we have this new technology we want to do something with it um i don't remember what half-life one was supposed to be but like i'm pretty sure half-life two was supposed to be like a test for physics which is why you had like the gravity gun and stuff like that and then obviously alex is a test of vr but they said they don't they don't want to just make a Half-Life 3 or Half-Life Episode 2, Episode 3 unless they, you know, have a reason. Unless they have, like, they feel compelled. Like, this is a new technology that we want to put in our game, and we want it to be this. They, so they're saying they don't, they can't, can't really think of anything good, anything new that they want to do, so they haven't, which is kind of, kind of what people have been expecting. Maybe, to, or maybe just because they don't want to count the three because they won't do left that left for dead three they won't don't won't do portal three they won't do dota three half-life two and then instead of going to half-life three it is episode one and episode two and then stopped like valve seems to have a uh a problem with the number three for some reason uh but that's that's that i just want to talk about half-life alex because i want to play it 
I have the Oculus Quest, which technically can play it. I was going to get a sync cable to connect it to my computer. My computer is perfectly capable of handling it. Um, Power-wise, so I'm not worried about that. It's just, I don't know if I'm going to pay $60 for it, and it's VR, and I got, my space isn't really the best. And I'm afraid that I'm going to break some shit if I... Just buy that sync cable, and I don't know. It's like something I want to play, but like eh, I don't really know. But just keep an eye on it and see what's going on. Um, moving on to the next story, a little more COVID nineteen related news here. Um, Nintendo has uh, shut their repair switch repair center uh, due to concerns over the coronavirus. Um, they put a statement on their website and it says, uh, two preventative measures put in place for COVID-19 coronavirus and in accordance with federal and local guidelines, our repair centers are closed until further notice. Um, I'm assuming they have repair centers in both, um, United States and other countries. Um, so maybe they're just shutting them down fully or maybe they're only in the United States and somewhere like Washington where the United States headquarters are. And Washington's on pretty much full lockdown, so that makes sense. You know, also, I don't know if they do this kind of stuff for repair centers, but I imagine that for manufacturing centers, they do do stuff with um, like uh, masks and respirators and gloves and stuff like that, which are in very, very high demand right now. So if they could shut down the switch, if they do use that stuff for the, the switch repair centers, if they do could just shut that down and then, because I, I want to say Nintendo did give some amount of uh, masks and 95 masks and stuff to hospitals in Washington. I, I want to say I heard that. I know Apple did. Um, so, I mean, that could be a part of it. We're like, hey, one, we shouldn't have people coming to work in a situation like this, just stay home. Don't worry. Um, don't get sick and get everyone sick, cause everyone problems. And then also like, if we stop this repair stuff, we could just give these PPEs to the hospitals and people that need them to do stuff that isn't fixing video game consoles. So, I mean, I guess it would suck if your switch breaks and you need to send it in, but that's the world we're living in right now. So another event has gotten postponed um games done quick which was supposed to happen where was it, it was said for june i don't have an exact date here uh but it's supposed to happen in june uh they have postponed it to august 16th as of right now um games done quick is a speed run live stream marathon charity event uh where i i want to say it's multiple days um where it's people, they go to you know convention hall or some studio, and they speed run a game that they that they have to they have to submit and get approved from the company, you know games on quick, and they come they speed run the game they take donations the donation goes to charity, um, obviously it's an event a bunch of people go go people travel to there, people are getting together, and again that's. Kind of not the world we're living in right now. Uh, but they did say they did push it back to August 16th. We will see if that actually happens. Because I think I talked about last week. J 
GDC. I think they pushed it to or you know, GDC summer around that time, which I said I don't know if the world will be back to normal by then. Hopefully, right? I mean, it's six months away or five months away, so who knows? But um, some more news. Uh, this one's about Best Buy. It's just a. It's I thought this was a funny. Uh, way that Best Buy is handling this whole situation. So Best Buy did in GameStop, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this last week. It might happen after I talked, after I did the podcast, but the Best Buy and GameStop are both shut down to the public. They're still doing like curbside pickup sort of stuff. Um, you just order your stuff, pick it up in the store, someone will come out, drop on the on the ground outside the door and you pick it up and you leave. No contact, you're all good. Um, what, what the funny thing here, uh, on the story from game ranks is, um, there's a Reddit post, but they're delivering your, your stuff to the car and, uh, instead of just coming into the store. Um, but it's funny cause it says here in the story, um, an employee, it's on the game rank says, uh, an employee will come out to your, come out where your trunk must be popped to receive the game. To ensure the order is correct, the employee will apparently go to the driver's side window, which must which must be rolled up, and view the document either by phone or hard copy pressed against the glass. So they're taking your order and they're they're pressed against the glass and be like, "Hey, this is your video games, right? Chuck it in the trunk and run 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 back to the store." Um, which is funny because like, I, are they still doing the curbside pickup? Are they not doing that anymore? Um, what if like I, my car doesn't have a trunk like that, that could pop. It's a, um, it's a SUV. So it's like, it's a, it's like a gate that goes up. So I can't just, one, I can't just hit a button and it pops Two, when my trunk is open. Like you have access to my entire car. So like, can I just roll a window down and they just chuck the game in the window and do that? Like, I don't know. I just thought that was funny to see like, the, the lengths they're going to to stay open. It's like, we'll just, we'll just come to your car and just chuck, chuck it in the trunk and shove your order against your window. And there you go. Times we're living in, man. It's, it's wild out there. Um, next story. Um, I think it's the last, yeah, it's the last coronavirus related, uh, news story, but it is about Sony. Uh, they announced that they are going to be throttling download traffic in the United States to uh, help preserve internet for everyone. Um, this this whole narrative started coming out last week, or I guess since the last time we recorded this thing, it was actually early this week, Monday-ish, where people that are playing video games are taking up so much more bandwidth than you know, everyone else in this time. We need gamers to play less and blah, 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 which is complete bullshit. M- multiple people have come out and said like, Here's how much bandwidth an hour of this game, these games, you know, like Destiny and Overwatch and, you know, CSGO and Fortnite, all that stuff. All these popular games, here's how much bandwidth they use in an hour. And it was like, I think Destiny 2 was one of the higher ones at like, you know, 30 megabytes or something like that, a bandwidth an hour. When you look at an hour of HD streaming on Netflix and it's like 300 or some shit like that. It was like Netflix is using 10 times or more bandwidth and yet as as it as always will be gamers are a convenient target for anything that's going wrong in the world so blame us but 
They are throttling download speeds. Uh, President Jim Ryan says, playing video games enables players all over the world to connect with friends and family and much enjoy much-needed entertainment. Sony Interactive Entertainment is working with download internet service providers in Europe to manage download traffic to help preserve access to the entire community. Um, and then there's an update here. It says, beginning today, we'll take similar measures in the United States continue to take the approach, appropriate action to our do our part and help ensure internet, stabi- stab- internet stability in this unprecedented situation continues to evolve. So they're throttling download speeds. It doesn't sound... I don't know if that just means um, downloading the game because it says here players may experience somewhat slower or delayed game downloads, but will still enjoy robust gameplay. So that to me, it just sounds like you bought a game. It's going to take longer to download and not like we're throttling you downloading the information from the server when you're playing the game, which would impact gameplay. So, I mean, it's, not really that big of a deal because one Sony's download t- download speeds are already not good. Worse, well, I, I don't know. I can't really say about the Switch because one, I don't have that many games on the Switch, and two, the games on the Switch aren't eighty fucking gigs, so it's kind of hard to com- compare Switch download times to PlayStation download times and stuff, but. PlayStation is definitely slower than both Xbox and. Uh, PC, Steam, Uplay, Origin as well. Um, so I mean, it's like they don't have the best speeds and they're already slowing them. So maybe that's going to be the worst case scenario of the companies to, you know, do that. Or maybe it's not going to matter because their speeds are already not great. It's, um, I don't, I don't think um, any other company has come out and said they were going to do that. As far as gaming companies go, I know YouTube, I don't know if it was just any, I don't know if it was in the United States or if it was just elsewhere, but I did see YouTube was um, throttling. Not, I don't want to say throttling. Maybe that's not the right word, but limiting pl- video playback. So where by default, where you might normally get an HD video, it would go to SD. But if you clicked it to HD, you could still watch it in HD, but you had to do that extra step. I want to say I saw it in Europe. They were literally making so you can't, play hd videos at all on youtube so just have to you know kind of keep an eye on that situation and see what's going on with internet and how that affects you know things in general because like the first the first week of this whole situation which is two weeks ago feels like forever ago obviously the situation was going on longer than that but like two three weeks ago is when it started you know wrapping up and everything um like Discord and Xbox Live had some issues, probably because everyone was staying home, everyone was playing more, everyone was getting on Discord more. When people started working from home, you know, people get on Discord and get voice chat in Discord or whatever for work. And I know Discord and Xbox Live are having some problems. So, you know, there is some stress that these servers are going to take, and just we're going to have to figure out how to manage it and deal with how everything's going i want to say discord said they had like fired up some more servers recently the whole whole thing so just gonna have to monitor it going forward um next story here this on the regular video game news um i think it was i think it was last week i talked about uh the rumor that sony was 
picking up um, some properties from uh, Konami, including Silent Hill, and then Kojima was going to work on Silent Hill. Uh, but Kojima, or Kojima, Konami has uh, reached out and said that is not true. Uh, it says here, uh, we're aware of all the rumors and reports, but can confirm that they're not true. I know it's not the answer fans wants, want to hear. Uh, it's Konami US PR representative. Um, they also said they haven't closed the door on the series entirely, but I mean, Konami doesn't make video games anymore. Unless they're going to make a Silent Hill pachinko machine. It's just like, but it just seemed, I don't, I don't want, I don't want Silent Hill to come back and it, it'd be a, an exclusive cause like people like this game and it it would be weird if it was an exclusive, which obviously I think the last Silent Hill was that we won, and apparently it was pretty good. But uh, that was an exclusive, obviously. But like, it would feel weird for Sony to pick something up like that. Like it it seems something that should be playable more wide, because like you wouldn't make Resident Evil exclusive, you know, it once was, you know, but. I mean, I think Kojima could make a good Silent Hill game. You know, he made PT and uh, Dead Rising, Dead Rising, Death Stranding definitely had some horror elements into it with the the BTs and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think he could do a good job and he's good at making fucking weird ass shit, Um, like weird ass story stuff. So, you know, Pyramid Head and all that stuff could definitely fall into something that he wants to do, but... I don't. I just don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it to be exclusive, because it is a. It is a big franchise. People like it. It should be in as many places as possible. At the very least, I would want it to be on one console and PC. At the very least. Um. Obviously, both consoles would be great, but, you know, it's just you know people got excited and then. Konami was like, hey, uh, you know, you guys are talking about us and kind of in a good way, but stop it, please, because we suck. We don't make video games anymore. Please do not do not do that. Um, next story, uh, some Nintendo news here. Uh, there was a mini direct that uh, came, uh, what day was this? The 26th, so yesterday. It was actually yesterday. Man, it fucking feels like it was a week ago. Um, they announced... Some games, uh, it's about a half an hour long. Um, it's they talk about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, some Animal Crossing stuff, some Pokemon stuff. Um, but they announced uh, a definitive edition for Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, they announced Bravely Default 2, they announced Bayonetta 3, uh, Metroid Prime 4, and the new, the new Breath of the Wild game. Wait, no, sorry, I was reading this whole thing, or I was like, wait a second. That cannot be right, because um, that's their that's their announced games. Like they're, I was like, wait a second, they couldn't have announced all that. Um, but um, a lot of the stuff in the direct was um, they announced a lot of uh, a lot of what's the word I'm looking for, um, like ports and stuff. Uh, 2K is going big. Uh, Borderlands and uh, Bioshock are both coming to Switch. Like I said, it looks like they had uh, Xenoblade. They talk about the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. 
Um, Catherine uh, Full Body is coming to Switch, which is an Atlas game. And some, uh, what's the what game? Arms. So they did, I'm pretty sure it was on part of this direct. Um, they did announce who, but they did announce that a arms and arms character is coming to Smash Brothers. I haven't really seen a consensus 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 on the in the community if that's a good thing or not. I want to say arms sold well, but only because there wasn't a lot coming out at the time, but it was largely forgotten about, and it's been three years, so. I don't know if people really care about an ARMS character, but I mean, it makes sense. It's already a fighting game, and this is a somewhat a fighting game. Um, but the last bit of news here, uh, some more Epic news. Uh, they have announced a new publishing arm at Epic uh, where they will be publishing games, and they, annou- they have announced three people, three developers uh, that, have, that have joined already. Um, it's Gen Design, who made Last Guardian, Playdead, who made Inside and Limbo, and Remedy, who has made most recently Control, but also Alan Wake and Quantum Break. Um, so, of course, with anything that Epic does, people got all mad. But from what I've been seeing from developers and people in the business, like this is a decent, a really good, or at the very least, a decent publishing deal because they did say they did put their some of their terms i'm sure there's more terms than this in there but basically the developers retain 100 of all ip and full creative troll creative control which is a big deal because like like one of the first episodes we were talking about platinum and how mighty uh mighty number nine that's not right whatever the, whatever the, what game am i thinking of um Platinum Games. I don't know why I said Mighty Number no. 9. The Wonderful 101. Mighty Number no. 9, that's that Mega Man-like game. That was published by Nintendo. So, like, they have... They most likely had to have gotten permission from Nintendo or or made a deal to get the IP rights back from Nintendo. And just like we're talking about with Silent Hill, Konami owns Silent Hill... Because they published, I think they might even develop it too, but you know, this is a good thing. Because then, if Remedy breaks off, let's say for for whatever reason, or they just decide to make Control, like they publish Control Two, or let's say let's say a new Remedy game. Because Control Two, they would still own the rights probably to Control because it's a, whatever. The new Remedy game they make on on Epic, and then they make the sequel to that game. They don't have to worry about letting Epic know. Um, they also will fully fund the projects. Uh, they will cover a hundred percent of all development costs, um, uh, from the salaries to market expenses to QA localization, marketing, and all publishing costs, which is big because from what I understand, you know, there could be like, Oh, we had to do less marketing on this game. Cause we only got this much from our publisher and yada, yada, yada. But then this last part, it's a 50, 50 profit sharing. It says developers earn a fair share once all costs are recouped. So that means anything that they had to fund, as soon as they get that money back, developers earn at least 50% of all profits, which from everything I've seen from, you know, developers and people that would know, that's a good deal. 50% in full development, 
you keep your IP rights, everything's funded, and you get at least half of the profits once everything's all funded. That's a good deal from everything that I've been told and I've, I've seen. Obviously, you might not get any of that cost if your game doesn't recoup its stuff, but, I mean, I, I think that's kind of... I mean, you still get... You know, people still get paid, but the company doesn't get paid. You know, the developer, so... Uh, so, I mean, like... I've everything that I've seen from people that aren't you know just angry all the time on the internet that seems to be a good deal epic I mean epic has the money to do this kind of stuff so it's good that they are I don't know if it had changed but a lot of the big reason why some of developers were going to the epic game store for like exclusivity or at least timed exclusivity was epic was giving them a bigger cut of the sales from their store. So where Steam Valve would maybe give a 10 or 15%, these numbers are all made up, I don't know, but if they, or Valve might give a 10 or 15% cut of profits, or they take a 10 or 15, 10 or 15% cut or whatever, Epic is give, giving them double. They're only taking 30% or they're only, you know, whatever. So it, it seems like Epic is doing the right thing stuff here as far as being friendly to developers now they're publishing and giving them what seems like a good deal only time will tell if it actually works out if do people still get mad over this stuff yes that's the answer it always is but we will see but that is um that's it for news so gonna wrap up the podcast here with a little bit of what is what is happening what is coming out so coming out on, I want to say it's Tuesday. 31st is Tuesday, right? Yes, it is. Uh, Tuesday is Persona 5 Royal. or I don't, think it's, I don't think it's Royale because there's no E on it. But Persona 4, 5 Royal, which is just uh, just like a game of the year edition, I guess you, you might say. There's um, It's kind of like Persona 4 Golden. Uh, apparently it's got like a new character and some more, some more improvements and stuff like that. I really like persona 5 i don't know if i'm gonna rush out and play royal because it's a very long game and if it's not changing that much i don't know if it's worth my time right now in the future maybe um my friend pedro is coming out on ps4 which is from devolver it's a game where you you play as a banana is that what it was something something there's a banana yeah pedro's a banana um that was originally on Switch and Xbox. Yeah, it was originally, it looks like it was Windows and Switch, and then later came the Xbox, and then on April 2nd is coming out to the PlayStation 4. And then the big game, which I'm excited for, I need to buy this game, but I have not pre-ordered it yet. Um, Resident Evil 3, the Resident Evil 3 remake. Coming out, I played the, like, talk about last week. I think I talked about it last week. Uh, the demo, played the demo, liked it. So it's got, you know, I really enjoyed Resident Evil 2 remake. So I gotta go play 3. And yeah. So I mean, games are now starting to come out. Big games and stuff like that. So we will enjoy that as time goes on. I may stream Resident Evil 3. I streamed all of Resident Evil 2, Leon's playthrough. I may do that for three as well i've not decided yet i will probably stream like the first hour or so like i did with 
uh, Animal Crossing. So at least that'll be out, up, and going. But yeah, until then, we just have to play it by ear. So thank you guys for hanging out here and listening to me talk. As a reminder, you can find me on a bunch of social media places. Go to the website, videogames.fyi. There is a link up at the top that says social, and all my stuff is there, including my Discord, including my email. If you want to email me for some reason and talk to me, I will answer you because I, what else am I going to do? I don't know. But yeah, until next time, have fun, play some video games, and see you guys later. Later.